It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. Here we go with DC's latest entry into the movie world. What's up? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And we're going to talk about The Flash today. And let me start off by saying this. I understand why this movie is so controversial, and that's because of Ezra Miller. He's a nut job. I don't think he's allowed back in the state of Hawaii for whatever he did. I don't really keep in touch with a lot of that stuff. But keep in mind, if we judge people based off of the things they did in real life, like our singers and um, actors and things like that, we probably wouldn't be watching too many people because they're all a bunch of crazies and psychos out there in Hollywood. So this in no way is me actually representing Ezra Miller as a good person. I'm only going to be discussing his acting skills in this and the plot line for the movie. So I just wanted to get that out of the way up front before I talk about The Flash. So with James Gunn's announcement that he's taking over everything, you know, this movie technically is basically a waste of time, which a lot of the DC movies are right now. Um, I think the reason that Black Adam really flopped wasn't necessarily dealing with anything with The Rock. I just think that people just don't care because clearly none of this matters. They're not going to use Ezra Miller in the future. I would hope not anyway. They're not going to use any of these characters. So it's really just a throwaway movie. Just, you know, that Warner Brothers is cleaning house, just trying to get rid of these movies. I honestly hope they just end it here. They don't try to release that stupid Aquaman movie, which I'm already hearing is, you know, people who've seen it saying it's the worst DC movie out there. But again, you know, they got to make their money, I guess. But this movie here, when it was announced kind of looked like it kind of rebooted the entire universe if they would have done the Flashpoint storyline like they were trying to do or you know Flash has reset the universe once or twice in the comics um, especially in the latest uh, DC animated universe so it wasn't too big of a thought that maybe this would be the one that kind of gets them there it wasn't but it's still stuck in the old universe and I want to talk about that here in just a moment now, before we do, I want to go ahead and just kind of give, you know, a brief uh, plot on what the movie was about. And so if you haven't seen it, I am going to talk about spoilers. So that is your warning. I normally don't give spoiler warnings because if you listen to my podcast, you know, that's what I do anyway. I don't try to beat around the bush. So if you haven't seen the movie, stop the podcast, go see the movie and then come back and then you can listen to my thoughts on things. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So the plot of the movie, Barry accidentally discovers he can go back in time. And with his father's appeal coming up for killing his mother, he decides to think about how things could have been avoided if his mother was home that day. Uh, his father, I'm sorry, was home that day when his mother was killed. So he consults with Bruce, Batman, who tells him not to do it. But he decides to do it anyway by going back and putting a can of tomatoes in his mother's shopping cart, which is why... 
his father left in the first place. So initially she had forgotten some tomatoes. She sends him to the store. When he comes back, his wife is laying on the floor, bleeding out after an attack. So this was the incident that started it. So he figures if he leaves the, he actually gets her the tomatoes, then his father would never have to leave. And that was the whole plan. And it works as his mother does live. But as he's peeking back in the past, outside of the, well, inside of the speed force, he's pushed back into the reality by a dark force. We don't know who that is or where it came from. I had a clue of what it was, but I'm sure some people didn't. And I'll talk about that here in a moment. So he's able to spend some time with his family, you know, getting reunited and things. But his younger, dumber self is also in that world and he's coming home from college. So after meeting his younger, dumber self, it's around the date where he gets his powers. So he has to bring Dumberry, I'm going to call him Dumberry, home to the lab to recreate the incident. And it gives Dumberry his powers, his flash powers, but it also takes away old Barry's powers. And so, you know, the incident works, but they basically just have a power swap, so to speak. Later, uh, Zod comes to Earth. He's looking for a Kryptonian, but Superman doesn't exist in this world. The only Justice League member that is real in this reality is Batman, of course. But he's since retired. Old Barry, it took some convincing, but <laughs> Old Barry is able to convince Bruce to help him seek out um, Superman and they go to Russia based off of some information that they've obtained. They don't find Superman. They find Kara Zarel, aka Supergirl, and release her, hoping that she'll help with Zod. She initially refuses, upset that the humans put her in a cage, but after seeing Zod slaughtering humans, she changes her mind. Batman and Dumb Flash try to help Old Flash get his powers back, but they fail. Supergirl helps out Old Flash as she brings him into the clouds so he can get hit by the lightning once more, which does revive his powers. The four of them set off to battle with Zod and his squad. Batman and Supergirl die, prompting both Flashes to go back once in time once again to see if they can save him, and they die again. Old Barry realizes there's nothing that they can do to save them, while Dumb Barry continues to go back and try destroying reality each time. Eventually, Old Barry and Dumb Barry are confronted by Dark Flash, who is the surprise villain, I guess you would call it. And Dark Flash is just a version of Dumberry who had continued to go back and forth in time to save Supergirl. So he's basically done this countless times at this point. He's he's basically his entire body has changed. He's older now. And he is the figure, dark figure, that had forced Old Barry into the uh, reality uh, at the beginning of the movie, which helped him be created. Old Barry realizes the only way that he can restore things is to make sure that his mother dies. Dark Flash isn't having that and he's about to kill Old Flash to prevent him from restoring things. Dumb Flash sacrifices himself to save Old Flash, which kills Dark Flash. So <laughs> I know, Flash, Flash, Flash is crazy. Old Flash goes back and removes the tomatoes from his mother's shopping cart, but positions the tomatoes on the top shelf so when his father is shopping for him, he's forced to look up, getting his face photographed in the process, proving his innocence on a video that they use during his appeal, which he wins. When Barry goes to talk to Batman at the end of the movie, excited of what happened. It's George Clooney's Batman showing that there are still some things that aren't right in the timeline. And I know that there's a lot of confusion with it. You actually have to see the movie or be familiar with the 
Flashpoint or just Flash altogether. But yes, it is a lot that goes on. I didn't touch base on everything, but that is the gist of the storyline. Now, normally I talk about some of the things I like first, but this movie was just so refreshing, so good that there really isn't too much. Some of the things I'm going to talk about that I didn't like are really just nitpicks and really nothing that can't be um, overlooked when you have a movie such as this. But I'm going to talk about the dislikes first because I think that helps to see that there's really not much to dislike. I mean, I really enjoyed this movie. This is the type of storytelling that DC is capable of, but for some reason refuses to do. And hopefully James Gunn takes the helm and we'll see what happens with that. So the first thing I disliked, the CGI was lacking. And I know that folks are talking about that's how it looks in the Speed Force. And I get that part. But there was even a problem at the Batman chase scene at the beginning of the movie, which wasn't in the Speed Force. It kind of looked odd. So the CGI in this movie, there was a lot to be taken in. Now, you can say that the Speed Force stuff, okay, yeah, this is just how it looks in the Speed Force. And I get that. But, yeah, there was other times in the reality portion that was outside of the Speed Force that kind of looked a little shaky um how did old and dumbberry get out of the lab we're never really shown that and something tells me there's going to be a deleted scene so remember i said that old barry wanted to bring uh, dumbberry into the lab so they can recreate the accident well they do but again dumbberry now has the power old barry does not and they were trying to get out of the lab and there was a police officer there blocking their path and you know they had a little comedic moment where uh, old flash starts running around like a fool trying to use his powers that aren't there anymore it's kind of funny but they never explained how they got out of there so it's just one of those things like why would you have that scene like that and not tell us what happened something tells me there's going to be a deleted scene somewhere down the line that's going to show how they actually got out of there um supergirl using her powers as soon as she's released now this is all dc consistency because it took superman and man of steel half a movie to realize how to fly and do all this stuff and yet supergirl comes out and already knows how to do that she's struggling to adjust for like a moment and i get it they had to do it because you can't do you know woman of steel in the middle of a flash movie to show how she adapted and all those things but i thought she adapted very quickly i mean she came out already knowing how to fly and stuff like that and that was just kind of a little weird to me just you know just consistency purposes but i understand why they were doing it dumb barry was getting annoying i think a lot of people said that in different reviews at one point in time it's like i get it he's younger but you think you would take some of these things a little more serious than he did but you know, I mean, I guess I understand why they did it because they wanted to show the difference between Old Barry and Dumb Barry, and I get it, okay? But it just became annoying at one point. And the final nitpick thing that I have so Batman has been retired for a while. He says Gotham is one of the safest cities in the world, which is crazy. And when he decides to finally help, Batman's vehicles and they seem like they haven't been used in years and yet he's able to fire it up with ease you know I don't know how Batman you know 
Yeah, I mean, I know he's Batman and all that, but damn, I mean, you think some things wouldn't work. You know, does he have fuel for the jet? Does he have all, you know, the Batmobiles all dusty, the computer equipment's all dusty? He hasn't used this stuff in years, but for some reason, it's up and ready when they're ready to leave. So, again, this is very nitpicking, but, you know, when you have such a great movie, it's kind of hard to really find things wrong with it. Okay, so enough of the bad. Again, nitpicking bad. Let's talk about some of the things that I like. From the opening, you knew this was going to be a fun movie as Flash saving all the babies in the hospital was fun. It was fun to watch Batman 2 racing through the streets of Gotham trying to catch the criminals, escaping with a chemical weapon. That's how you grab people in. You have a scene like this that really grabs the audience in. I mean, you know, the whole baby scene and then Flash trying to keep his energy up. It was just remarkable. It was fun. Yes, the CGI, again, was a little iffy, but it was still a fun scene to watch, especially Flash trying to get all of you trying to figure out how is he going to do all of this stuff and then it lines up at the end where he not only saves all of the babies including putting one in a microwave he saves a dog and also the uh, nurse there as well before the hospital collapses so it was a real fun scene they started off already hyping you up you're enjoying it the batman action scene chase scene was awesome as well as he speeds through the streets of gotham avoiding fire um bullets from the bad guys and things like that and then wonder woman makes an appearance as well as she saves the end there so a great scene i didn't expect wonder woman to pop up in there so that was very good as well now speaking of the flash ezra miller is excellent as both old flash and dumb flash you really thought it was two different people you know young flash was just oh my god God, he was just such an idiot. And so you never thought that you would see Flash being like the mature one. He never really is in any uh, iteration that you see from like the Justice League animation shows into some of the other uh, comic movies. But he was like the daddy, <laughs> uh, daddy Flash. That's why I should have called him Daddy Flash. And then Dumb Flash was just this annoying brat, spoiled, you know, spoiled brat kid that just kept irking your nerves throughout the film and you could feel old Barry's pain as he's trying to get this dude to focus but this dude is just losing his mind it's just one of those things that's just you know it was just a great great acting Michael Keaton of course is exceptional as Batman and it's time to make him old Bruce for Batman Beyond everybody's been asking for it James Gunn make it happen he needs to be the old Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond set in the future this needs to happen I think you know Michael Keaton is a great actor I think he could pull it off he did pretty well for a I think they say he's 71 years old so great job Michael Keaton he's still out there killing it Sasha Kaye was exceptional with the little screen time that she had as Supergirl all the go woke and go broke folks need to apologize to her because she was exceptional matter of fact i'm so mad because this she needs her own movie she was that good she was probably the highlight of the film for me and you know i especially enjoyed when she was raging out when she found out that uh kal-el was dead and i know james gunn has taken over but you have got to keep this girl working in this universe she was very very good and i hope it shut a lot of those idiots up 
that were complaining about her. The same thing with The Little Mermaid. People just complain about stuff that they haven't even seen. They have been fussing about this girl being Supergirl for months now. Always complaining. That's not Supergirl, blah, 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 da, 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 da because she's Spanish descent and... <laughs> She killed the movie. She was exceptional. And for these go woke and go broke idiots who constantly complain about this and that, I mean, even they got to admit that she was exceptional. If they still complaining about it, then we know why. They're just racist. And make no mistake, I will never knock anybody or call anybody racist if they've actually seen the movie and criticize them. Like if they actually said, I watched the movie, I didn't like her acting, I thought she was a bit stiff, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's your opinion. I have no problem with that. But to sit here and call out this woman before the damn movie even premieres, you haven't seen anything, those are the people that I'm always pointing to. You don't like the look, fine, but you just sitting there complaining like the girl is bad, when you haven't even given her a chance because you never even watched the movie. And I really hope society starts to change. I mean, this is just, I don't know. Go woke and go broke people are seem like the most miserable people alive. But hey, it is what it is. You know, you can't fix the world. Now, moving back to the movie, because I'm done with my rant there. It's not an exact replica of the Flashpoint, as you've heard. But I enjoyed the storyline nonetheless. Dumb Flash revealed to be Dark Flash was a nice touch. Like I said, I kind of figured it out at the beginning that this was a variation of Flash because he's in the Speed Force, but I think it was still a great reveal nonetheless. The whole storyline reminded me of the Doctor Strange What If episode and the Loki series with the timelines and the multiverse and all that, and then watching the worlds collide. So this was one of the exceptional portions of it as well. So you got to see George Harrison's Superman. You got to see Christopher Reeve's Superman along with Helen Slater as Supergirl. Awesome. You got to see Adam West Batman who made an appearance. And my man, Nicolas Cage, finally being Superman was also awesome. So if you don't know about the Nicolas Cage being Superman thing, look it up on the internet. You'll see that Nicolas Cage <laughs> was supposed to play it. There's photos of it and everything. And he finally got to play it in this movie. So when the worlds were colliding, we were able to see all these characters. They also had an older Flash. I can't remember his name, the actor who portrayed the older Flash. But you got to see all these variations of these characters, which I thought was very, very awesome. And then finally, one other thing that I thought was just awesome is this is the final movie that we'll see this version of Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Aquaman all together. They did forget Cyborg for various reasons. But I think it was a perfect way to say goodbye to all of them because the Aquaman movie is going to suck. <laughs> it's going to bomb. And matter of fact, I would like to, they probably shouldn't even release that movie. Just let it go. This is the perfect goodbye to that universe. We got to see all these characters, well, not necessarily together, but in the same movie one last time i think we should just end it there and so james gunn can go ahead and pick up and do what he wants to do like blue beetles coming out i think at the end of this year so let's see what that does but i think it's just just move on from here aquaman 2 just needs to be scrapped write it off as a loss like they did the the uh batman not the batman the batgirl movie that was supposed to premiere 
on HBO Max, just write it off as a loss. Write off Aquaman as a loss. Let this be the final movie of these characters or these iterations of these characters. And let's move on to the James Gunn world and see what goes on from there. That's where I'm at. But seeing all of them in there was great. I mean, they referenced Cyborg, but you didn't get to see Ray Fisher in the movie at all. So just to just leave it at that. I think that's probably what it needs to do. And one thing I would have loved to have seen if this was an ending, how they would have written themselves out of the whole George Clooney being Bruce Wayne and Batman at the end of this movie. And I'm thinking that after they knew they weren't coming back with this iteration of the characters, that maybe this was something that they just filmed at the end to throw in there because they knew they didn't have to write out of it, you know, because they're not using these characters anymore in this variation. So... Um, you know, it made sense to just go ahead and write whatever. We don't have to answer how Flash fixed this because we're not going to have to deal with it anymore. Everything's going to get rebooted to the James Gunn universe. So I think that's probably why that scene was in there to show us the George Clooney Batman. I don't think that this was originally part of it because if it was, how would you write it to get Ben Affleck back into the movie it would be very strange like is george clooney gonna be batman going forward i hope not because he was the worst batman out of all of them and it's not really clooney's fault though it was really the writing and the directing so he was just in a bad movie so it may have worked i don't know but yeah they would have had a hard time trying to fix that in future movies if this was the continuation that we were going with but overall, it was a fun movie. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I thought the acting was brilliant. I thought the storylines was brilliant. Supergirl needs her own series or movie or something because she was exceptional. And she killed a lot of people too, which I also liked. But it was just a great movie. Um, it's sad to see it go, but... Ezra Miller, as great of an actor as he is, he's just, you know, just can't keep it together. I just don't understand why when you get this type of fame, you just can't keep it together. I understand that you have a lot of people trying to take advantage of you and all that type of stuff. But, you know, some of the things that he did, I don't even really know a lot. I saw a video of him trying to choke somebody. He's like, God, dude. Um, but, yeah, he, he just had a golden opportunity here. He may have been the bridge over to the next universe and they probably could have used him, but after everything that he's done, they even stopped marketing with him. They were showing uh, Supergirl and Batman more in the trailers than they were actually showing Flash, and it's a Flash movie. And I get it, you can't refilm the whole movie with another actor because that would have even cost you even more money for a movie that you're trying to move past so you can start the new universe, but... Yeah, it just shows the potential, and it shows what DC could have actually done. They can tell great storylines, but, you know, it's just they're hit or miss for some reason, and this is one of the hits, and, you know, it's going to be sad to really see this go, but this was a fun movie, and I can't wait to watch it again when it gets on uh, streaming services or whatever. You know, I was about to say home video, but who does that anymore? Anyways, have you seen the Flash movie? Did you like the Flash movie? As always, leave your thoughts in the comments below. And if you want to check out any of my creative work, hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing off. 
Deuces. Deuces.